Welcome to Mediation Station tonight. This is your host on Mediation Station, Greg Fenton. The number to call us during the show is 416-785-0680. Mediation Station discusses matters that affect our everyday life experiences and provides some ways to try to deal with them in a positive manner. This is to help you make more informed and safer decisions. The contact information for us at Mediation Station is greggf at primus dot ca and 647-227-4734. Thank you, Carlene, for coming out on this beautiful night to be with us, helping us to be live on the air. Our topic tonight is called Mothers as Mediators, a Mother's Day special. Our guests tonight are Emily Fenton and Irene Quinn. They're here to discuss Mothers as Mediators, a Mother's Day special. Can you hear the little laughing in the background? It's going to be one of those shows. (laughs) My mommy. So welcome to Mediation Station, Emily and Irene. Thanks, Greg. Thank you, Greg. You were here with us a few years ago. Yes. Have you just recovered from that experience? Not yet. Not yet. Maybe. So happy Mother's Day. Thank you very much, Greg. Thank you, Greg. <laughs> There's an echo. There's an echo. Is that actually only one person talking? It's just it's coming out to a double? <laughs> double trouble. Yeah. This is welcome to the funny farm tonight. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing? Okay. Okay. Fine. How are you doing? Um ask <laughs> He's me after asking the, the show. Questions. <laughs> Hi, Carly. <laughs> How you doing, Carlene? <laughs> I'm doing well, Greg. Thanks. <laughs> How's your mother doing? <clears throat> she's doing well. Wish yeah. her a happy Mother's Day. Okay, I will. Okay. I think she's tuning into this show to listen to my mother and my other... Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think so. <laughs> no. she got something different to do. Oh, well. <laughs> okay. So, anything special you want to share? Just as a... Off the you want to know how many children we have? Do Together I want to know? or separately? So you're each mothers. Yes. That's why you're here tonight. That's right. You know, you're here to talk about your experience and the whole idea is that mothers actually have a role as mediators. Do they? Do you think so? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So how many children do each of you have? I have six. Mm-hmm. Four. I have four. Four? Yeah. Yeah. Have you, you, together that would be what? Ten. Ten. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, then there's one. This one lost. I am. Yeah. <laughs> One lost. lost. His name is Greg. What <laughs> <laughs> yeah. does being a mother mean to me? Hey, what are you going ahead? <laughs> Taking over your job now. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me sort of facilitate the process I'm here. Sorry. <laughs> are you anxious to get through them or just yeah. to get get to the stuff, the meat? Yes. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> what does him well, what does being a mother mean to you? Well, she has to be able to instruct and teach, and I don't know what else. What else, Irene? Having the flu. <laughs> come on, you're not going to have that on here. You came on here to talk. Show, I know, and I don't know what come else. On. What does being a mother mean to you? Well, I feel special about it. Sometimes I even wonder if I am a mother, but anyway, yeah, I am. So when you hear the word mother, what is that? what comes to mind? I think of my mother. Your mother? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what did your mother mean to you? She was very special. In what way? Be a little more specific or descriptive. She was very kind and very bright and lots of fun. Yeah. 
the same. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. she's, well, actually, my late mother, she's, well, she's with me in spirit, I would say. Right. Um, I miss her a lot. And she was very, very bright. And she was a stay-at-home mom. And when I think now, you know, I think she would have been so smart. She would be into computers, not like me. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, we were having yeah. a conversation just before the show about uh, that. that computer. yes. Computers. <laughs> yeah. She was. So she were was they? Bright. Would you say that your mothers were uh, very influential in yes, your lives? Very much yeah. so. Yeah. A lot of you know. My mother worked right until she died, and she was a bookkeeper and an accountant, so she was very bright. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she tried to teach me how to. Use new numbers, and I never caught on properly. But she was the bright one. She was the bright one. Yeah. You, you so came from a. You're the only child in your family, right? That's right. Yeah. But I made up for it. In what way? I had six of my own. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, see, you're good, good with numbers. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Ari? Um, but your mom. She. Mm. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, it's. I probably sort of pause a bit because I wish she was here. But anyway, yeah. like I say, we, we in the way she did. is. Yeah. yeah. Um, she, I guess you could say she really, she did rule the roost, so to speak. She. Um, How many? So she any uh, siblings hard. did you have? Oh, f- uh, four of us. Five. And your number? Well, actually, five. Five? One, yeah, one passed away. Yeah. And how? Uh, what I'm number are you? Number, Number one. <laughs> You're the youngest? The eld- eldest. Oh, the eldest. Okay. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, I guess everything seemed to be stricter. Like, you know, being the oldest, I was always called on first for things. So, yeah. Did you feel you have to take the role of, uh, like, a, a little parent like a or little something? Par- at times, yeah. At times. Tell um, Greg about the time you went to the, the, the dance and you weren't supposed to go to the dance. I threw I had a ball. What happened? <laughs> no, <laughs> of course, I could never say, you know, I, I knew I couldn't ask my dad, you know, and because uh, it, it was always no, you know. How old were you? Well, 14. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, it was an Trouble, old lady. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, so, yeah. what happened? What did you actually do? So, I snuck down, got the clothes on, and put my coat on. A neighbor or a friend, sorry, had had loaned me this really a nice, very nice black short dress that was very low cut in the back. So I had to put my coat on. I mean, you're not like that. I know, I, I wasn't. Know. So, anyways, I snuck down to my neighbors and the lipstick and everything else. Then went on and I went and I had a terrific time. And where were you going, by the way? To a it was like a dance. Yeah, dance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was live show bands then. Very good, actually. And were there other people your age there? Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah? They were all allowed to go. That's why I used to like to act like <laughs> So I your mother, if, if you approach your mother because? She was easier. I didn't even approach mother. <laughs> you didn't even approach didn't, mother? No. <laughs> no, because dad sort of ruled on these things. And uh, yeah. I guess what he said went so... Um, her mother, yeah. I, when I think of it now, she must have been uh, so upset, you know, wondering, you know, when I came home and stuff. And, of course, Dad would always be um, way awake. And I get this voice from the bed 
their bedroom window, spend your night where you spent your day. And it was really cold and frosty this night. And I spent it like on um, this, we called it, a, it was a rock garden. Like we called it a rockery, but nice flowers and everything. And the cats came around. But then during the night, my uh, si- sister, who's, she's passed away since she came and let me in. And <laughs> then I faced the music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you did it again. Oh, of course right? I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was too much fun to miss. Absolutely. So what um, what types of skills do you see a mother is having or needing? Mine? No, you're. You. Oh, my mother? You're bo- oh, no, you're I, both mothers. Yeah. I mean, take it from your own experiences of your mothers. Teaching. And you as yourselves as being mothers. Yeah. You have to teach, right? Yeah, like clear bad. It was yeah, and it was different. Like with mother, apart from the fact she was very quiet, I should say, like me, and uh, she uh, times. I guess what they were different then. Everything has changed so much since then. So, of course, what they said, we did. (laughs) We all had our chores, and you know. Mm -hmm. um, I had all the chores. Yeah, (laughs) because I was the only one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, so what else do you see as being a mother's skills? <clears throat> what does she need to ha- uh, have to... Understanding. Being able to understand problems or troubles that your children are going into or t- trying to stop them before they get into them. Mm-hmm. At least I think so. Yeah. So yeah. some listening skills? Yeah. Definitely listening skills. Yeah. And... Uh, some patience? Oh, lots of heart. Heart? Mm-hmm. Lots of heart. Lots of compassion. Yes, thank you. Compassion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I knew my mother was there. She wasn't like I didn't find her approachable that way because I guess grandmother was nearby, and then I had like a second home, and it was like almost like a second mother. And uh, I was, I was the out quite outdoorsy and by that sometimes I'd skip off either to my second home or to grandmother's you know and you're lucky <laughs> you like that yeah it was nice yeah. you lived more in a rural rural area yeah country right? mm. it's different now mind you but it was then yeah, yeah. in Ireland yeah right and you uh, grew up in a more uh, urban area I grew up in New York City yeah it's a little very more, urban very urban <laughs> my father wouldn't even let me ride a bicycle and that bothers me to this day. I wanted to. Well, we can uh, go out you. and yeah. Greg has teach a you, bike. Yeah. Eighty-one years old riding a bicycle. Greg has a bike. <laughs> well, just make sure the road is clear before you get on it. A t- a double. Like Ned the bike. <laughs> yeah. We used to have a double, didn't we? Yeah, we did, but you never got on it, did you? Yes, I did. So then you did ride a bike. Yeah, you but see? not by myself. Okay. Well. <laughs> Yeah. You were on the back part, right? Yes, yes. You were on the Someone front. did all the peddling. You did the peddling. <laughs> the meddling. Yeah. Chap did the peddling. Yeah. My husband. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That was nice, romantic. <laughs> well, the two nice. of you went together. Yeah, that's right. Built for, for two. a period of time while we had the double bike. Right. right. Yeah. Mm. It was very nice. <laughs> so your experiences as being a mother, how would you sort of say after six kids? My experience? Yes. I've had lots of experience. <laughs> Don't do this, do this. <laughs> from whom? That's for you to think or from people telling you? From me to tell my children. Yeah. But in a nice way. You have to do it in an understanding, considerate way. Otherwise, they won't listen. So right? you got to learn how to communicate effectively. Right. Communicate. 
Yeah. How about you, Miss? Miss? Yeah, <laughs> I probably... Mm-hmm. I probably did I did the best I could, I, I'd say, sure. you know, um, from my own mother not really um, being into communicating as much. You she know, was a quiet that, person? She was, yeah, but at the same time, you know... I don't know. I just don't. Uh, I don't blame her for anything. Mm. Not like, you know. So, um, anyways, I did the best to mm-hmm. <laughs> of what I knew about right. communicating. So uh, sometimes I was listened to, and sometimes not. And right. same here, Erin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not always listened to. And I wasn't. I should yeah. have been more patient at times, like too. So. Our guests tonight are Emily Fenton and Irene Quinn, two mothers. Of a certain kind. (laughs) (laughs) And we're discussing the topic, Mothers as Mediators, a Mother's Day special. So I have an article here. It's called Every Mother is a Mediator by Victoria Pynchon. Mm. It's been a long time since people confuse mediation with uh, meditation, but I'm still frequently asked, what's a mediator? The answer is as simple as the process is deep. A mediator is someone who understands how conflicts erupt into disputes, why people have so much trouble addressing them, and how to negotiate a resolution that serves both parties' interests well enough to solve the problem or close the deal. The process should sound familiar to every mother in the land. Mothers may, in fact, be the original mediators. When I was teaching dispute resolution in high school, students last week, in connection with the the launch of this lady's book, it occurred to me and she's saying this, for the first time, that every mother is a mediator. Every day, every mother in the world helps explain a child's bad mood to a sibling, breaks up a fight between a sister and and a brother over the scarce resource of the last piece of cake, (laughs) negotiates the international boundaries between Susie's closet and her younger sister's wardrobe, and mediates a long-simmering set of resentments between her sister's husband and her own father. So when she asked, uh, okay, what else it says here? This thought occurred to me when a teacher asked me to help mediate a mock dispute between two of her freshman English students. Those 14-year-olds pick up the skill of asking open-ended questions to diagnose the cause of the faux dispute way faster than their teacher. When she asked me why, I said, beginner's mind, you're making assumptions about what caused the problem because you've got a heck of a lot of experience with similar fights between similar kids. Your students know they don't know, so it's easier for them to ask who, what, when, where, how, and why. She smiled ruefully and nodded knowingly. And that's the moment I realized all mothers are mediators. Mm -hmm. Very true. So what do you understand about mediation? What is mediation to each of you? Well, stop two of my kids from fighting or killing each other. And, uh... You got that bad? (laughs) (laughs) Greg was the killer. (laughs) Oh, well, to show them the right way. <laughs> well, uh, mediation. What is this, what does it mean to you when you hear? It, <laughs> it means like settling. The, the kids had yeah. yeah conflicts and stuff with each other. Or wanted to know who was right, who was wrong, and not that I knew, but I'm right. The mother's always right. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, no, um, trying the best to, to settle the conflicts what they, they would have. Whether you know, to them it would be, they would be rather big. But to me, when I think of it now, they weren't all that much, you know. So, but at the time, at they the were time, pretty they important, were, weren't they? Yes, they were yeah, the worst they thing were. that was happening. Yeah, 
Yeah. So you have to be there to deal to, with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to try and and think and to figure out which is fair for both sides. So you'd have to be fair for both sides. So. And how would you be able to do that? You can't. Was there a way that you could balance that? I that tried. Show? <laughs> I tried. Just yeah. Tried. Yeah, I Trying tried, there. and then asked them if that each if that was fair, and I guess they figured <laughs> when I sort of hinted that it was, they figured it was, you know, depending on how much older they were too. So, did you have to think about a certain way that you would try to do that so that you wouldn't without be seen as taking? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And what would you do? Or without, try to do without hurting the feelings. Yeah. Or um, show that you weren't taking uh, favor- favorites. Well, this yeah. I would have to. I told them, you know, I <laughs> basically had to tell them, you know, that I wasn't taken. Th- I think they basically, by my answers and maybe dealing with it, they figured maybe uh, if I was taking sides, one would say, well, hmm, maybe you when know, they got older, know. Irene, but when they were younger. Yeah, when they were younger, it was it hard. Was, it was hard. Very yeah. hard. It was hard. So how, how would you? Provide that they listened to you and understood you and followed what you were trying to say. Well, I, yeah, I didn't, I usually didn't get involved to, unless I figured, well, somebody's going to get hurt here. They, like, they were going to, you know, really be nasty to each other or whatever. And um, otherwise they would, they would come, they would come to me. So I figured, well, they'll listen, <laughs> maybe. Um, and basically they did when they were the ones that came to me they they listened so till the next day yeah till the next problem <laughs> yeah do you think they picked up some of your um, skills I think some of my children did yeah some of them some of them yeah <laughs> let's not name names now no no not naming names no no yeah it was easier with some than the other because some were stubborn you mean, you mean they had different personalities? Oh, definitely. How'd that happen? Well, that's the way of the world. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> a revelation. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Everybody has a different personality. And different perspective? True. Yes. They're all individuals? Of course. You should know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how would you balance all that out? You had six kids. Well, they didn't all fight at one time. So did you have to have a whole range of skills to deal with all these personalities? Yeah, I had a gun by my side. And the ones that didn't listen Don't let to out me. your real secrets. Uh-oh. <laughs> I would just aim it. No, they, we're not promoting violence. No, not at all. Toy gun. They would listen up to a point, and then after that, you had to get a little rougher. Then they call each other. With your, your words. That's right. Right? Very rough with some words with some of the kids yeah you mean the girls weren't always the easiest to get along with no they no. were the you hardest. had f- four girls four and girls and two boys yeah yeah <laughs> and how about you uh yeah the boys seemed to always listen more to yeah. mama maybe yeah. it was the wrong thing to do now when i think of it but they they did and uh the girls probably then maybe after i figured things were settled they would start things up again so <laughs> Maybe. You had twins, too. Yeah. Right, Irene? My, th- my third a, baby. A boy and a girl. A boy, yeah. They were always good. Any rivalry there? Actually, no. Not re- well, Shane was always the boss. Don't know if he still is, but he was. Oh, <laughs> a name. Yeah, he was always the boss. 
<laughs> I didn't find out a lot later that he had Julie hanging, a little chauvinist too at the time. Like he'd uh, have her hanging when they went to school together in the same class. He, he would, she had to hang his coat up and she'd get so worried and upset if she couldn't find him to hang his coat up and fetch it for him. <laughs> Wow. I didn't find this out for much later. That's cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I oh. don't know. <laughs> Not yeah. anymore, though. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what types, of, what types of situations caused you uh, the most challenge when you tried to resolve them? Anything particular? Yeah, if they stayed out late mm-hmm. and uh, I had to reprimand them. Yeah. It was pretty hard. <laughs> Some of them would answer back. Really. Fresh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I had to use words that had a little cloud to them. <laughs> yeah, a lot of power with you, right? Yes, power. <laughs> no gun, just power words. <laughs> <laughs> We're forgetting the violence here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and Irene, how did you? Uh, what types of situations caused you the most challenge? Well, as a mother, they actually they they always mentioned. <laughs> Where they were going and everything, and then maybe a week or so later, I'd overhear all this story about Shane had to go into the hospital. He jumped off, he did a dare or something, and jumped off some high concrete someplace and injured. And they took him to the hospital, and they all were given different names. And when they got in, they forgot each the names. They were ah, I thought, my God. So it was. I laugh, but then it was... Uh, it wasn't funny. No, I had to sort of say, well, I know what happened. <laughs> and, of course, I didn't tell them how I knew. <laughs> it's but another it one of your skills as a mother? Definitely. What would you call that skill? Crystal ball? Mother or? from. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, <laughs> mother. A mother skill. A mother. I yeah. don't know. Mothering. Mothering? <laughs> Mothering. Mother's mediation. Mother's superior. So I found a, Mother superior. a, a research thing, paper, an abstract on the internet. Mothers as mediators of meaning in the development of, of in Egyptian preschool children. It's widely accepted that within certain biological limits, a child's development emerges out of a continuous and increasingly complex interaction with significant people in his or her environment. Mothers and other significant adults as experienced members of the culture may be viewed as mediators and tutors who transmit cultural knowledge and skills to children. This study is part of a larger investigation of cultural competence as a renewable resource in urban slums and compared previous studies in Norway with the present Egyptian study. The whole thing is that the results indicated a significant relationship between mother's teaching and her child's educability. In addition, the mother's intelligence and education were related to her teaching and less strongly to the child's educability. Her teaching strategy was, however, more predictive than intelligence and education were of the child's educability. So mothers basically, you know, have the role. Well, in a... They lead the way. They teach. They're teachers. That's what the main thing is. Yeah. Right? That's right. Right. We're here tonight with uh, two mums. Who are we? Who are you? Yes, that's what I wonder, too. (laughs) I forgot who I am. And your name is? Emily And? Irene Quinn. Oh, I thought I was Emily. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are switching roles here. And we're talking about mothers as mediators. Right. And uh, I have another article here. (laughs) No. Yes, I do. Okay. Family Matters. Mothers are mentors, mediators, healers, nurturers by Diana Bogia. And I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's... (laughs) 
Thank you very much for your support, Mom. <laughs> You're welcome, <Greg>. Anytime. Yep. <laughs> I think I'll have to mediate here now. Uh, Maybe. What would you go do? Go ahead, Greg. What would you do, Irene? Uh, what she does all hmm. the time. You know what? You don't even think about it. Do you think do. it really just comes natural? Yes. Oh, of course I do. Yeah. <laughs> no. oh, we'll talk more in a second. Let's go to the article. Mothers need to be sensitive. Good idea. Yet not take it too personally when their child says something like, I wish I had a different mom. Mothers need to show strength when their child is hurt or frightened so their child will know everything will be okay. Mothers need to be selfless, putting their child first as they tend to to their child's physical or emotional needs. Mothers need to be everything and more, as they have the amazing opportunity to bring a tiny infant through life, protecting as they teach lessons about all the best that life has to offer. Mothers are mentors and mediators, healers, encouraging nurturers, and role models. They are open-hearted and selfless. Thank you. Sounds good. Sounds good? Is that from you, dear? Yeah. Yeah, I wrote that, yeah. Just for you. Okay. What do you feel about it? Oh, I think it's true. Think Why do you think it's true? Because I've lived it. How much did I bribe you to write that? <laughs> I've lived it, yeah. I have been... Paco, come on. <laughs> don't, don't get uh, shorter words now. No, I have been in that woman's place that you spoke about for years. Still there. But uh, it's a hard place to be. Well, you're always a mom, and we're always children to you. That's right. Grown children can be harder to deal with than young children because they have their own ways, their own sense of principles, their own their own lives. And they have to lead them the way they want, not the way the mother wants. And what happens when uh, there's um, a tension with that? Well, there's arguments. Or discussions. Discussions. Okay. I call it arguments. Irene, why are you foaming? Uh, that's why I'm a mediator or something. Uh, no. What do you What do you say? No, no, no. What do you say? What do I say when? Well, no. have a good night, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> well, not the fast. Irene, do you think Sorry, uh, the moms have to have good sense of humor? Yes. Uh, yes. How does humor enter into this? Well, you have to laugh at yourself. Probably, yeah. It's probably selfish on my part, but yeah, I sort of laugh yeah. at myself. <laughs> And I, I often wonder, was I really a mother? <laughs> There's times Still I can't see myself in that. Especially when they tell me I'm the kid. Well, okay. like we and said, you're still a mother. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Always. Always a mother. Always yeah. a mother. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes right, sometimes wrong. Do the best you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And would you say that as part of your approach, you use some humor at times? Definitely. That's why my son has such a terrific sense of humor. Because I use humor all the time. Well, you called him. You said he was a joke, didn't you? No. 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 Oh, oh <laughs> you did? Oh, tell me, Greg. Yeah. Okay. Come on, Irene. Please. Well, share with us. I have two sons out of the six. Okay. All right. Yeah. One son has a terrific sense of humor, and the other son, not so terrific. Has his own sense. Well, of humor. Let's not go on the air. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's I'm about having different, different ways of doing different, different personality. Yeah. yeah. But it's always easier to get along with the one that's got the sense of humor. Mm, okay, yeah. <laughs> I heard that. Stuck her down. <laughs> You're not going to mention any names? No. No, what, what are you looking for? Trouble here? <laughs> that's Carlene. 
Hi, Carlene. Hi, I just had to come in on that. You did, eh? Good. Thank you. Are you going to come to the rescue later? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Mediator on call. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. So, I said what I had to. <laughs> no, well, okay. Yeah. So, how, have you, uh, how do you feel you've affected your children as a mother? I think I've done a pretty good job. They've turned out pretty well. My daughters, some of them are married, some aren't. Some are, I hope they're all happy. My son is married and he's happy. My son, sorry, yes. (laughs) They're married and happy. They have children. And the rest is up to them. (laughs) And how about you, the... uh I didn't have any effect on them at all. That's why they're so good. (laughs) (laughs) They're not married. Well, maybe that is an effect. (laughs) (laughs) They're not married, no. Um, Brother. It would be nice if they were, but they're busy. Busy bees. Too busy. Yeah. Yeah, I think. So, what's for su- now. so what suggestions do you have for moms or mothers or really anyone when conflict arises in the family? To be always, well, mothers are always there, you know, and to listen and be there big time. Let them know you're there even if they <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tend to forget, yeah. you know. Have good ears. Mm-hmm. I, I was just wondering about yours right now. <laughs> Can you hear any? How, oh, yeah. how, how are you working those headphones? She's on the plane. <laughs> they're, they're close to your lips. <laughs> you make making fun to, of your mother. They're supposed to be on your ears. <laughs> Carfield, okay. There she is. <laughs> Good job. Mustache. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Well, you enjoy so? yourself. We're just having oh, some uh, humor. I think I'm needed here again. <laughs> I'm really... It's okay. <laughs> We're used to, get work. to this. I'm trying to get work as a mediator here. <laughs> okay. So is there anything you want to share about being a mom and the topic tonight? And because, yeah, uh, I've enjoyed being a mom. I wouldn't have had it any other way. Each of my children has brought something special to my life. And I hope I've brought something special to them. Same to me. Come yeah. on, don't sit Come on. Well, no, I hope they're. I hope they're always happy, and that. Yeah. Uh, right. I wish to keep in touch more too. <laughs> you want to yeah, send an will. email to them? Yeah, will you? Oh, yeah. I will. Yeah, sure. That, oh, that would take too long. <laughs> yeah. Technology. No, I, I, that they're always happy. I hope. And yeah. They know yeah. I'm there. That's what we both somehow. Wish. I don't know how, but they do. Yeah. Yeah. That they have good health yeah. and that they're happy yeah. in their life. Yeah. So you want to continue uh, with your uh, position as mothers? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I don't want to. For sure. I don't want to give it up now. <laughs> Not at my age. No, we can't. No, you have a lifetime. Committed. You have a lifetime agreement That's for that. Committed. <laughs> yeah. We have a contract. That's right. You do. Yeah. So I want to thank you both for coming on tonight and being on the air and being open about yourselves and. <laughs> Talking about the the other parts of your life that you you don't necessarily get to publicly. Thank you for making this day special, too, for us. Yes. Okay, happy Mom's Day to both of you. (laughs) You can contact us. Hi, Wishbone. Hey, Wishbone. Who's Wishbone? Good night, Daisy. Little dog. You guys are like Siamese twins. (laughs) (laughs) We are. 
Yeah. You laugh too much. Don't they look like a wish? I have to laugh in this yeah. life. You can contact us at Mediation Station at 647-227-4734. Send an email to greggf at primus.ca. Thanks, Carlene, for being here. Thank Just to you. let you know, too, there's no Mediation Station next week. It's the long weekend. Ooh. And we'll be back on May 27th. Good night. Good night, Daisy. Good night, Daisy. Craig's birthday's next week. 19th. Present.